ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, Welcome back. Uh, This is the first podcast of year 2023, and I have Kyla with me as well as Britton, and we'll be going through the podcast today, uh, discussing the sermon and talking a little bit. But before before we get into the sermon, it was definitely a tough topic. We'll we'll go into it a little bit more, but um, I wanted to ask you guys about your new year. How uh, did anybody set any new year's resolutions or anything like that? Listen, my New Year's resolution is no. I'm gonna say New Year's. Let's talk about New Year's. Okay. I didn't make it until midnight. I'm gonna. We did a fake countdown. My daughter and I at eight did o'clock. You, you saw that on? Did you get that from? I got you it. Just from, made that up from myself. That's incredible. I saw I, a bunch of videos of parents doing that with their kids. This is all she wanted. She wanted to do this countdown. She asked all night. And I was like, let's do it now. Eight o'clock. I was asleep at eight thirty. It was. I will say she heard the fireworks going off and she's like, I don't even know how I'm going to sleep through this. I was like, I agree, girl. I agree. What is happening out there? But what did you do? Did you make it to midnight? I did. I was, well, we were supposed to go, my wife and I were supposed to go camping um, on an island for New Year's because Sounds fireworks terrible. obviously no like so you're on the so the island's out in the river mm-hmm. you're like surrounded obviously by both sides there's land with people doing fireworks so you're you can like camp out there and just watch all the fireworks all around you and it's awesome but um yeah we ended up not being able to go which was unfortunate but we oh we couldn't that's why i was like why didn't we go no one could watch our dogs uh, we had two dogs and no one could watch them and we waited it was like kind are of a you last not minute allowed thing. to bring dogs to the island we or? could her and i are anxious people yeah. And so the people that were there all brought their dogs, no problem. Like, and our dogs probably would have been fine, but the whole time I would have been like worrying about the sure, dogs. Sure, that yeah. the fireworks would make them scared. Fireworks, do? other dogs, yeah, whatever. So yeah, um, no, we were up in North Georgia, and we were probably in bed by nine, so we didn't. This stay parent up. life yeah. ruins yep. us. Um, <laughs> yep. New Year's resolutions. I don't ever make them, but I did do the commitment with the moms group to read the whole Bible in the year. So. Nice. That's yes. a big commitment. That mm. is. That is. And um, There's yeah, a couple and of I'm, awesome. I'm doing good. I, <laughs> audiobooks. Eight days in. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It was funny because I was talking to somebody and I forgot I had to get on a call and he was like, I said, I'm so sorry. I'm listening to an audiobook." And he was like, what are you listening to? I'm like, the Bible. The Bible. And he was like, I wonder how it ends. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, no. There's some really good plans that will keep you paced, too. Yeah, like you can get through is, it, and it doesn't feel hard. Like, and yeah, this tracks can, as as and shows day. the whole mom's group if I did it uh, or not. Oh. I know. Okay. What about good. you guys? New Year's resolutions? No. I usually do them, and I didn't this year, actually. Someone asked me the other day, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I usually come up with, like, 12. I'll try to come up with 12. <laughs> And the wow. reason, yes, my reasoning is... Maybe you'll do one? Right. <laughs> well, not one. I try to knock out as many as I can. And then, like, every year I kind of look back at what where I got to in all of them. Some of them are like, didn't start that one. And then others are like, I crushed that. So it's like, I don't know. This is how I operate. Bro? Yeah. New Year's? On the ride home from uh, North Georgia, Avery and I were talking about them. And we, we started talking about them and didn't write down anything. We just kind of discussed them. But... Um, yeah, we, we talked about what we want to do as a family more, um, mm-hmm. things like that. But um, I think that probably won't won't hit them since we didn't write them down or anything. Uh, but, you know, I've already forgotten what uh, they yeah. are. <laughs> so it just goes day by day. Yeah. It ended up where the kids were screaming and we got distracted and that. Yeah. yeah. But eight hours in the car was, was rough. But uh, yeah. 
But um, yeah, we we used to do um, with my friends like celebrate like New Year's when like it happened in different countries. So you mm. do like you know celebrate with whatever. Um, so like every hour yeah, or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, that's so, a good idea. That's yeah. a great idea. So you could do it a little early. You didn't have to right. stay up all the way to. But shoot, you can get like ten yeah. countdowns and be yeah. like, all right, I'm good exactly. at nine o'clock. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome idea. But um, so I wanted to jump into the sermon a little bit today. Um, so obviously going into um, uh, the topic of abortion and definitely a, uh, a tough topic to, to talk about, but um, we we heard from a community partner uh, at for the church, um, Essential Pregnancy Center, mm. who um, we're going to support as a church. And, um, you know, it's good to hear that because, you know, when I think of something about like this topic, it's like, where do we even start? But having somebody to partner with who mm. has already been going through the resources and things like that. But I just wanted to um, throw out there to start off um, any, I guess, how, how can we better support those who have gone through an abortion or maybe considering an abortion here at the church? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, it's a, it's a hard thing because sometimes you feel like um, unless you've actually experienced it is when you can really support them, and that's really not true. I feel like you can be really uh, supportive um, even though maybe you haven't walked the journey um, of abortion, but I think all of us have been touched by it in Mm. some way. Um, and I think, you know, those women being able to feel safe and in a safe Mm. setting and welcome and, um, and at whatever stage they are, if they're thinking about it, if they've already done it. Um, and then the men too, the men are a part of it as well, you know, that they're maybe with their partner, uh, deciding it or not deciding it, whatever it is. Um, but I think knowing that, they're welcome. Um, and us also being open to like, we don't need to have all the answers for them. We can just be there. Mm, That's really good. Yeah. I, I, this is a, you said it at the beginning, it's a hard subject, especially because I've always said for me as a man, it's a hard subject because I will never go through the the actual experience itself. And I will more than likely, uh, you know, God willing, we'll never have to go through that decision ever, even with my wife, because we're both on the same page on the subject. And and again, like I said, God willing, of course, you know, there's medical things that maybe cause abortion to have to be on the table, but I hopefully will never have to go through that and never have. So it's so hard for me to share an opinion or even advice. But I think what Kyla just said was was exactly kind of what I said on the stream today was just, we are just here as a church for whatever you need. If you want advice, we would love to give it. If you want comfort and just someone to listen, we would love to do that. If you just need a hug or or some type of comfort in that way, we would love to be that. Just I think that you you nailed it. It's I don't think it's such a hard subject because so there, there's so many different situations for it and so many different needs for it. You know what I mean? So I don't think there's a fill all. You can't just step in and say we have the answer. We just have to be the answer for whatever question they're asking. You know what I mean? Is, is if that makes sense? We and have think- to kind of be a blanket. And also, I mean, we have different supports, support groups at the church, Mm, you know, things mm -hmm. for, um, you know, specifically one that I'm close with is obviously the addiction recovery group. And um, you don't have to be an addict to be supportive of Mm. someone that struggles with addiction. You don't have to be someone that had an abortion to be supportive of somebody who's had one. Um, The whole thing is, is there's people in the church that have, that Mm. know exactly what it feels like and has walked that walk. Mm. And um, don't be scared to use those resources that we are partnering with. That is your support group. 
Um, and so just like someone like myself that I need to be in a support group, like our addiction recovery group, that's something important to me. Maybe you need to be part of, a, you know, the women, women's um, center that we're, we're partnering with here. Mm. So, yeah. And I think it's super important to look at it. You know, what can we do for those uh, women that are going through it now? But how are we as a church promoting marriage? How are we promoting mm. fatherhood? Are we promoting parenting? Right. You know, scaling it back and not starting when the crisis is is there. That's definitely important. We need to have that aspect as well. But, you know, scaling it back and, and really just promoting different things like that kind of get to there or should be along the process of, of getting to the point when, you know, getting pregnant and having kids and everything. Um, so yeah, I think that that's, that's super important too. Um, but yeah, I wanted to, to read from the, um, essential pregnancy center. So it says, uh, our center's goal is that abortion would be unthinkable in our community, our state and our nation, and also throughout the world. We believe in promoting marriage and fatherhood according to God's plan. We desire to see mature men involved in mentoring young fathers by walking alongside them, providing role models of integrity, strength, and courage in their decision to parent. And so um, that that was super important too, because she got up there and talked about how her husband is, you know, leading the the, the fatherhood side of, mm. of things and providing that mentorship, because I think that is a critical role that we often overlook. Um, in society here as well. Yeah, I mean that's the first time I've even heard like someone mention, "Hey, let's talk about the marriage and fatherhood side of mm-hmm. things," because that's could be the root of the issue or, or the or part of the issue. You know what I mean? That's incredible. That's really cool that it, that they offer that. And then I loved that they even talked about where they have like the recovery classes or the the counseling for men too, because mm-hmm. like it, we like obviously this is a an extremely it's a delicate subject, but we 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 think about the women, which is part, we need to like the women are the ones going through it. But there is a lot of mental issues that go into it for the men as well. There has to be support for the men as well, especially when a lot of this comes because of a single parent home or, or because of you know what I mean. Like it's a, it's incredibly crucial. That's that's so cool that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, but for me, when I when I think about this topic, it just it always stems and it always feels like it's. It's intended to be or not, but it, it ends up being political. It ends up being mm-hmm. like this pro-life versus pro-choice, Democrats versus Republicans type of, of talk. And I I think that that's, that's the trap that a lot of us get into. I mean, you know, for, for me, I voted for Republicans. I've voted for Democrats. You know, it's not that it's just one side versus the other. Um, but how can we as a church try, try to not get it, not fall into that trap of, you know, it has to be this political issue and how can we start to, you know, get into more of the individual, more of the, you know, who we can serve at this time. I mean, I think that that's the church, right? I mean, the church is completely, uh, there's, there's all walks of life in the church. So Democrats and Republicans, I think it's our job to not go into that gray area where we we're making it political, you know? And so I think partnering with a, you know, a Christian organization like that makes it, not be political. Um, I think that's down to an individual. That's on us as a church to not to not uh, waver in that. That we are, you know, you know, I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm a Christian mm. woman who's there to help other people, and that's that's where I'm at. So, yeah, no, absolutely, and especially when we, you know, 
We like, he, Pastor Tom made incredible points today as well, talking about Imago Day and talking about biblical aspects that support, mm-hmm. obviously, like human life, especially even in that at that stage. And so, yeah, it, it's just so cool. I, I do love that because what do churches try to do? We want to we want to make a difference in an area, and we just try to step up as if we're experts at it, right? We don't know we don't know anything about the subject. So I love that we went out and said, okay, essential. What was it called? Essential, essential pregnancy, pregnancy center. center. That's mm-hmm. right. They're doing this. They've been doing this. They're doing it for free. They're a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. They've got support already. Let's help even more. And like, they're going to be our arm of the church because we don't. We're not going to claim to be experts in this area. I, I I think that's so cool because that's where you can get in trouble when you when you just you say what you what you believe as fact as you're an expert. You and, and, and when you don't have any experience in it, it's hard to it's hard to connect with that and it's hard to accept that. So now we have this organization that's experienced they've done this they've seen 800 cases last year mm-hmm. 800 appointments so i mean and and continuing to grow so i mean it, yeah just i think in the scripture that he mentioned um psalms 130 39 uh do you have that there do you want to read it no um uh, it's 13 through 16 um it's oh yes you shaped me first inside then mm. out you formed me in my mother's womb i thank you high god your breathtaking body and soul i'm marvelously made I worship you in adoration. What a creation. You know me inside out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit Mm. by bit. How I was sculpted from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watch me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of life were spread out before you. All the days of life are all prepared before I even lived one day. Um, For me, like I take that as like, okay, I make it about myself. You know what I mean? Like, Like I was made, you know, he knew, he had a plan for me. And so it's it's very like selfish, you know what I mean? Because it's like I'm thinking only about myself. Mm. But I think about those moms. I think about those those husbands. The or like the you know the dads. I think about um, like if you separate and think about those people, those this scripture was for them too. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes I I because I I take it for me only. It's like you have more empathy because this is how God created them too. So you don't we don't really need to have opinions. We can just walk alongside them and love mm. them. Um, and obviously, this is a great scripture on why not to have an abortion. But I s- switch it around to think about the mom and the dad mm-hmm. experiencing it, right? Like not just the, the child yeah. that was knit in the womb; like they were once yeah, knit yeah. in a womb yeah, and, and not, known every bone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, that applies to that too. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for me, I sat there thinking, like, oh, you no, know, that's good. Instantly, I'm thinking about me mm-hmm. and like, oh, you thought of, you, you knit me, <laughs> yeah. <in> my mother's <laughs> And if you stop and think about other people in that matter, right? You yeah, know? No, that's good. Yeah, no, that, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, looking at it as you know, it's not just saving the life of the child. It's it's more. It's as well as addressing you know the the father and the the mother as well, and all of those people involved in that situation. That the scripture applies to each one yeah. individually. Um, and I think it's important too that you know as a church we can acknowledge that this is. It is a very important topic to talk about, but it is something that can be emotionally triggering and, you know, seeing, seeing how churches address this topic is very hateful, very, you know, spiteful of, of standing outside of, you know, these, these places and mm-hmm. kind of calling against that. Like, that's not something that um, usually is, is, is best for that situation. And I, I think that we can acknowledge as a church that we haven't had a great history of you know, or it's, it's been media publicized that this, this is the, how the church treats it. And so showing a different way that we can, you know, extend grace and extend love rather than what, you know, just is out there on, 
you know, the news channels about people picketing signs and all that. Uh, cause I think that can be the misconception of how culture interprets what the church thinks of people that are going through this, uh, if that makes sense. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I, I think that we kind of covered it. That was my, my last thing of how, how can we do better moving forward? How can we start to do better rather than having that image of, you know, the Christians are the ones that are picketing outside. How can we have that image be reflected that, no, we're the ones that are hugging these people. We are the ones that are coming alongside of them, uh, you know, changing that, that dialogue, that narrative. But yeah. yeah. And I mean, it just starts with, I mean, I can only control me. So, Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to love people a little bit more today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Starts with us. And the sensitivity and the compassion of it goes into kind of like what you were saying about flipping it, thinking about the father and the mother. Like, I think sometimes the church almost does make the child's life appear more important than mm-hmm. the, the father and the mother of the baby. And it's like, no, like we should care about all the lives involved. Like, it's not like it's not just about saving this, this child. It's also about like, how can we save and make an impact on these parents as mm-hmm. well? Or, or just the single parent, whatever the situation is. It's like... Just like you were saying about knitting, like that parent was knit in the womb too. Like it, mm-hmm. it, we have to, we have to be sensitive to that. And and not only that, but these are parents that it's not like these these mothers are out just like trying to murder children. They're mm-hmm. like there's issues that go. There's there's a ton of issues that go into their thought process. And you have to remember that before just saying, or you're finger pointing and and yeah, and just being judgmental. And it, we have to remember that the mother and the father matter too. And and there's. There's all kinds of stuff going on, but it's not just about like they're trying to hurt this innocent mm-hmm. child. That's not what it's about. Like, and again, like that's what we see because it's what's happening. Like, obviously, but there are way too many innocent children and unborn children being, you know, being aborted. But the parents matter too. Mm-hmm. It's all life. We're Definitely. all life matters, and we have to remember that. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I think that yeah, coming alongside this community partner is a great step um, for Center Point, and I think that. Um, you know, see where this relationship takes us and how we get involved with, um, you know, addressing that that very um, crucial need in, in the community starting here in, in Palm Bay. Um, but that's pretty much all we have for today. Um, I wanted to encourage you all to tune in next week as we go through the 21-day devotional in the Gospel of John starting next week, and we'll be discussing that. Uh, other than that, I hope you guys have a, a great week. Take care.